Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jack Farmer. His name is Raj Geary, and this is the Wrestling Inc. News and Notes show. And have we got a show for you. We've got new AEW signings. We got the Bellas with new names, and we've got new locations for SmackDown. But before we get into all that, Raj, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Every week, man. <laughs> Look forward to it. Yeah, this is the fun show. We get to go off the rails a little bit more because we're not reviewing individual episodes. We just get to dive right into the news, right into the stuff that's really important to everybody. So uh, if you're here, make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. It's a new show, so it really makes a difference to have people hit that like button and share the show. Like I said, copy it, put it on social media, makes the show grow. All your friends will love you. It's good stuff, right, Raj? Absolutely. We we love doing it. And yeah, anytime you guys uh, hit like or subscribe or leave a comment, it definitely helps us out. Or on the podcast version, if you uh, leave a comment or give us a nice review, it really does help us out. And we appreciate it. Yeah. Give us one of those five stars. We got, I'm going to, you know, maybe we're not supposed to talk about this. We got a, a couple of one stars on there. I wasn't too happy about from a, a couple of curmudgeons didn't really like what we were doing, but you guys can. Us? That. Was it us not, or not, one of the other? Not you and me, but uh, not not, not us, but most of our reviews have been good. (laughs) All of ours have been great, but we got to help lift the team. This is where we got to be like Tom Brady and put the team on our back and carry us through. So (laughs) we need everyone to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and say some really, really nice stuff um, and get that back on track for us. And by the way, we got a good turnout already. Thanks to everyone coming through. We got... Kevin McMullen. We got Tornado Anthony Weiss is representing 316 Day. Uh, Jonathan S- Santiago. We got Jane Young. We've got Jeffrey Sullivan. We've got Baby Ice, Sev Vervar, uh, Ryan Ramirez, Keenan Mary, by the way. First, first in the chat, he claims, and he deserves that recognition. And M. Rouse in the house, uh, as always. Um, <laughs> says, uh, he says, here, Jack, I learned to change my name on YouTube. This is my real name from M. Rouse. So, uh, Mike, you're always going to be M. Rouse in the house to me. I think I've, I've said it too many times. <laughs> it has a nice ring to it. It does. Uh, so very good, good turnout here. Uh, so thanks, thanks everyone. And be sure to comment and, and be a part of the chat. We love to interact with you guys. Uh, First, first bit of news today is some news I think is just good news. I think everyone will agree with. I can't imagine people disagreeing, but the great Muda is being brought into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, this was part was on Wrestling Inc. written by Dakota Cohen says, yet another inductee for the WWE Hall of Fame was announced yesterday with the great Muda joining the class of 2023 alongside Rey Mysterio and reportedly Stacey Keebler. While Muda had a legendary career in Japan across multiple different promotions over the years, he also made a name for himself in the United States, primarily in WCW. There, he made a name stateside battling the likes of Ric Flair and Sting in WCW. With Sting under contract with AEW, the Nature Boy has been tapped to induct the former IWGP heavyweight champion. Raj, this feels like a slam dunk no-brainer. Yeah, great Muda. He's awesome. You know, I started watching wrestling in the late 80s and uh, WWE was, was what first, uh, you know, kind of sucked me in. But 
Uh, Sting and the Great Muda, that feud, that really start got me watching WCW. And I thought Muda was one of the coolest things. He'd do that backspring elbow and and spit the mist. And he was just awesome. He, he just really stuck out to me. And kind of crazy to think, I, I'm pretty positive he's never had a WWE match. Uh, I, was, and, uh, I was thinking that you might be right. Yeah, yeah, never, never did. But um, as far as someone from the U.S. to induct him, um, you know, there's really two names, and it's Sting and and Ric Flair. And Sting, obviously, you know, with him being an AEW, I could see why uh, he didn't get the <laughs> nod. He would make the most sense. But uh, right, yeah, uh, Ric Flair. You know, you, you want to get the biggest name possible, and and Flair is Flair's it. I feel like even if there was no history between the two, Ric Flair is just one of those guys that can induct anybody into the Hall of Fame. And you would say, yeah, that's good. That's a good pick. Uh, yeah, yeah. When um, when they first said that Flair was going to induct somebody, I thought it might be Lex Luger because he's another one that I could see. Sting would be the first choice, but Sting's with AEW, so Flair would probably be the next. Um, but And then someone mentioned Muda to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, Muda makes a lot more sense. He retired this year. Uh, for good. So, yeah, I think it's uh, obviously well-deserved. Uh, Great Muda is uh, one of the all-time greats, a legend. So awesome, awesome choice. And I like WWE uh, acknowledging people that have never wrestled for them. I think that's really uh, a cool move. I think it makes the Hall of Fame seem like a bigger deal when they do that. It makes it feel more like a real Hall of Fame instead of a, I mean, it makes it feel more like a pro wrestling Hall of Fame instead of just a WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, right. Yeah. And Muda was one of those guys, I, I'll admit, I don't follow Japanese wrestling super closely, but there are certain people that always catch my attention and I, I watch. And Muda was just so cool and so different from anything stateside and the mist and the face paint. And uh, I remember when he'd, he'd get a title and walk out and he would just drag the title instead of like wearing it. I thought this is the coolest, most it just he just stood out to me so much and his movements were different than anything i'd seen before and he really captured my imagination and um i'm just a big fan of him going in i still like the mist too i, I don't know if it was so first cool one to do it but first one i saw do it yeah yeah it was so cool so yeah i'd, I'd love to see it so i mean I'd, i used to love to see it so mm -hmm. uh, i wouldn't be surprised if he did it at the hall of fame but i hope uh, so yeah, just yeah, in the air, choice. you know, Triple yeah. H. Um, <laughs> uh, but let's chat about maybe some of the other people. And by the way, I want everyone in the chat to jump in on this. Uh, we still don't know who the other names are going to be in the chat. Let us know what your predictions of who you think might be, who you might think is going to be added to the Hall of Fame class this year. Raj, I, before we went live, I tell you, I'm terrible about remembering Hall of Fame stuff and, and guessing Hall of Fame stuff. Mm -hmm. Batista, to me, is still seems like the slam dunk headliner. Yeah. But what about you? Yeah, he's not going in this year. I'm pretty sure Ray is the headliner. Um, oh. And, and that is usually the case. The headliner is the first announced. Mm -hmm. I actually thought since it's going to be in L.A., uh, it'd be The Rock. But uh, obviously, that's that's not the... That's not the case, but I think, yeah, I think it's Ray uh, Batista can't do it because of his movie schedule. So, uh, oh. yeah. So Ray, the other one that's uh, likely in is Stacy Keebler, um, PW insider reported that she's, she's in uh, Mick Foley had said that someone asked him to induct them into the hall of fame. I don't know if it's Stacy. 
I'm trying to think because when I heard Stacy, I kind of assumed Tori Wilson. Yeah. Um, but eh, it could be Mick. Um, otherwise, who else? Who else do you think would call Mick to induct them? That's yeah. not already in. That. I mean, Mick's one of those guys I think could induct anybody, kind of similar to Ric Flair, just because he's such a good speaker. But to your point, you want it to be someone who matches up a little bit. And I can only imagine, I feel like that that's available. I mean, like the Dudley boys, maybe Bubba Ray or someone like that, because she worked with them for a long time. But I don't know. The Dudleys are in the Hall of Fame, right? Oh, I thought you meant for to induct Stacey Keebler. Oh no 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 no! Yeah. I was saying who who is Mick Foley inducting if it's not Stacy Keebler? Right, that's why. I mean. Yeah, I don't know who else would do Stacy Keebler because I don't know who she has that close of a tie oh, to gotcha. outside of a Tory Wilson. Right, uh, right, right. That said, I want to. I do want to backtrack and say I think Rey Mysterio is a great headliner. By the way, I should say if he is the headliner, I think he's one of the all-time greats. And I know I, I throw that around a bit, but when you look at how long he's done it and how influential he's been and everything he's done, I mean, he's, he's got to be up there as one of the all time greats. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I was thinking Lex I, Luger I, is a name that stands out to me, but Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, someone mentioned Mongo. Yeah. Mongo for the warrior award, I think is a great choice. Um, he's obviously uh, went through some hard times and I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a, that's a great choice. Um, my question with Ray do you break kayfabe for a night with Dominic? I don't think you. I don't think he can. No, no, not na- not in the heat of it right now. It's too hot. It, if anything, I would say keep it separate. Maybe don't have Dom shown at any point. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you feel if they had if they did an angle during the Hall of Fame? Would you feel like that kind of lowers the Hall of Fame, or do you feel like that's good TV? Well, they've never done one before, like an angle angle where someone's attacked, you know, as, as part of storyline. Uh, Leo Bowden uh, pointing out great Kabuki was the first to use mist. I thought I think he was. I think Muda was the first I've seen on American television. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, you know, I could be wrong. Well, again, I started watching it in the late 80s. Um, Conan's inducting Ray. And uh, yeah, again, they, they've never done a storyline. Um a storyline attack or anything, but yeah, um, they're Ray and Dominic. It's so heated. They're going out the next night. I can't see Dominic up there hugging Ray and you know, they're, they're just like, all right, we're going to, you know, forget about kayfabe tonight. So I don't know. I think it would just be bad. Like I, I'm not one of those people that gets so upset when people don't act in character in certain situations, but the night before the big blow off to a very hot story to do mm-hmm. it is just terrible timing. You know, I, if it was something yeah. that's happening like a few months back or a month after, I'd feel totally different, but it's just, you, you can't do it right before <laughs> the, uh, like, even if it was a movie, like if you're watching a romance movie, I don't want to hear that the two actors hated each other right before the romance <laughs> movie comes out. You know what I mean? I, I Yeah. Um, it's like that Julia Roberts, Nick Nolte movie. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember. Uh, I do remember that. Yeah. We're like, oh, well, now I don't want to watch them pretend. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, we've got a few, uh, a few people coming in here. Uh, um, question from Sev for you, Raj, is 
do you like WWE inducting active WWE stars into the Hall of Fame, like a Ray or an Edge? <clears throat> I, I prefer that they don't. I'd like to see it be uh, people that are retired or like in the case of Ric Flair, who everyone knew was going to retire mm -hmm. uh, the next night. So I, I prefer they didn't do that, but it, it doesn't really bother me, but um, I prefer it be inactive wrestlers. But, I, you know, I just feel like this year there probably didn't have many options. So, um, so yeah. Um, yeah, so we I also agree. I, I think they should be kind of done, but also Edge was inducted when they didn't think he was coming back. So I don't right. know if, if that really counts. And if people come back, I don't now they've done it enough that it doesn't bother me a whole lot. And, and, and Ray is, like I said, one of those guys that has done so much. That's like, I mean, he's it. We all know he's in, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, it's not like, it's not like he's not going in. It's like, he's mm -hmm. he could have right. retired five years ago and been, he'd have been in, but right. Yeah. Um, uh, we also I agree. Gotta... Retire than Hall of Fame. You know, Jerry Lawler would be, you know, Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross when they're active commentators. That's those are exceptions as well to me. But um, now we got a few more. This is, is heating up. Uh, Tornado Anthony Y asks, what if they're saving a last minute announcement for Rock for Hall of Fame this year? Roman interrupts to set up a match at next year's Mania. I don't think you want to set up a match for next year's WrestleMania until you've gotten the main event for this year's WrestleMania. You know, you don't want that to be overshadowed. And I think that would be overshadowing it. So I don't see it. I could, you know, I, if rock is able to be there again, his schedule is it's he's running a football league right now <laughs> you know, yeah. on top of movies and pr producing TV shows. So I don't think you want to shoot any angle this far in advance when you're not sure he can do it. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. Um, we got a few people who got thrown out here. We got, uh, Sev has said, uh, Mickey James in the Hall of Fame. Is she in the Hall of Fame? Is she in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I don't, uh, let me double check. I, I keep feeling like she is. I feel like everyone but is. I don't, people but that's, they're not. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't think she is. Let me double check. Yeah, no, she's not. she's not in the Hall of Fame. So she, yeah, she could be one. Um, I, I don't, I don't see that this year, but um, yeah, who, who knows? I, I would think they'd want a, a tag team. Usually they have a, you know, a tag team going in. Um, yeah. Last year was the Steiners. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Leo Bowden says, I hope Luger and demolition make the hall of fame. I had mentioned Luger a second ago, but also uh, demolition. I know they're your guys. So you my guys. must really want them in. Yeah, they had the lawsuit with WWE, so I don't see it's happen. I don't see that happening. But if the lawsuits are done, you know, which they are, I just feel like you got to let bygones be bygones and induct some of these guys. You know, yeah, Kamala, I don't think is in. King Kong Bundy is not in. Who had, who you know main evented a WrestleMania? Yeah, especially when it's gotten so far in the rearview mirror. Like it, right? At some point, it's it's wrestling. Like you always say. If you're going to bring Bret Hart back to have a match with uh, Vincent Mann, you got to right. learn to just let certain things go. Yeah. Uh, Baby Ice adds, Midnight Express need to be and should have been in there already. They could be. They could be, yeah. I don't think you'd get many arguments there. Uh, Shane Helms is what I'm getting for uh, someone who could induct Stacey Keebler. 
inducted Stacy Keebler or be inducted with fully inducting him? I wonder if or Shane Helms, yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I read uh Sky High added uh George Clooney could induct Stacy Keebler. <laughs> I don't see that happening. No. Um <laughs> I don't think so either. Adam McFarland pitches the nasty boys. They're not, no. Um and then uh what about Kevin Sol- is Kevin Sullivan in the Hall of Fame? No. No. Um and then of Pretty course sure got- never appeared on WWE TV live. We also got uh Victoria should be inducted into the Hall of Fame. I, I think have- a lot of the names mentioned, it's gonna it's just a matter of time. Yeah. It's just you know, they can't induct everybody in one year, but I, I agree with Victoria. Yep. Yep. Uh Moon Dogs. Yeah, yeah, they're not in. Um, and then Adam Buxton. Oh, here, Jack, what do you think about Shane Helms inducting Stacy Keebler? Sure, Shane, Shane Helms is a, a good talker. Uh, and then we also got Jay Briscoe for the Warrior Award as one, and uh, Randy Orton for Hall of Fame. Randy Orton's going in. Oh, he's yeah, good. he's he's probably gonna be a uh, he's probably gonna be a headliner. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's, he's for him that for that, for him, it's more a matter of where do they want to put him in as opposed to um, will he like, will he or won't he uh, at this point? So Um, lots of, (laughs) there's a ton here. British Bulldogs. I a hundred percent agree. I'd love to see that. Navy boys in as a singles, but yeah, they're not in as a tag team. And you know, you, then you always get your, you know, your Sean and Diesel and, you know, tag teams like that. Rock, you know, obviously Rock has to be inducted first, but Rock and Sock. I think China needs a solo induction. So mm-hmm. you have people that are already in the Hall of Fame that could be in for, you know, a tag team. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. The Rockers. Many, the Rockers, <laughs> yeah. That's speaking of uh, lawsuits and things, keeping people out. But uh, Antoine Fair with a super chat says, I've seen a theory I wanted to be shared. What if Cody wins and then for whatever reason, the win is invalid or rescinded and giving the title back to Roman? Other words, Cody gets dusty. I, I don't think WWE will do that for their biggest show of the year. Yeah, um, I can't imagine. Yeah, if it was some other pay-per-view, maybe, but not for WrestleMania. And this is their biggest show that they've ever done as far as number of tickets sold, uh, the number of people that are going to be watching, the, the gate, everything. It's its breaking all records. So you don't want to ha- go out, you know, with something like that. Yeah, the, especially for a show like this, that's also going to be very expensive to go to. It's yeah. you don't want everyone to go home thinking, oh, so it didn't matter. Yeah. And this <laughs> is going to get a ton of media pub, too. You know, like there's going to be a bunch of stories about it. So you don't want it to be like WrestleMania goes out in a thud or, you know, especially right. when WWE has so much momentum. You want to keep that momentum going. Yeah, I I I have a feeling Cody wins and he just wins outright. Um, yeah. And then I think we move on to Jay versus Roman. But I'm always there, wrong. about. There's this. so many ways they could go, which is Cody. Beautiful. Cody winning. 
you know, kind of refreshes the top a lot because now you could do, you could turn Drew heel, do Cody versus Drew. When Randy Orton comes back, there's a natural storyline there. You got Sammy, you could do babyface versus babyface. I just, yeah. it's just a ton of stuff. Uh, obviously, Cody versus Roman again. KO. KO. I mean, it's just, Lashley. everything is new. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, Uncle Howdy. Um, <laughs> right. uh, we Omos. Uh, no, but seriously, like Omos versus Cody, much like Omos versus Brock, would be a spectacle, and I'd be here to see it. I'd be okay with that. You just be curious how it goes. Yeah, right. And Cody would make it work. I, I, I would have faith in Cody to make it. Work. Yeah. Um, we do. Uh, we do see. Speaking of after WrestleMania, though, WWE is going to go on a bit of a world tour, and it was just announced that. Not only will uh, Backlash be in Puerto Rico, but SmackDown will be in Puerto Rico as well um, from the same arena the night before Backlash. So it looks like Puerto Rico getting a double dip, so to speak, with two shows. I'm a big fan of it. I love the fact that they're traveling outside of the States. I think that makes the whole brand feel more worldwide. Uh, Any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think anytime you go out of the continental U.S., it's it's very cool. Um, you, we saw AEW last night with that crowd in Canada. It was just it was just insane uh, how hot they were. You know, anytime they go to Canada, they the crowds are amazing. So, um, yeah, I love to see it. I hope they do more of it, and I think it's great. And SmackDown, it made all the sense of the world since Backlash is the next night. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a great move. Yeah. Um... Wow, we got a lot of other stuff too. Uh, Antoine Fair saying, uh, let me clarify, not at Mania. They take it back to the next night, not at Mania, but on Raw. I still, yeah. yeah. I, still... I, I, can't, I can't imagine a, a... I can't think of a single time where they did something, had a big moment, and then they said, never mind, that didn't count. And everyone was like, oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to play with the momentum you got right now. Yeah, I feel like everyone just go, oh, mm, okay, <laughs> uh, I guess. Uh, did you get my email about the ratings? I did, but I did not put it in oh, my notes. Okay. So I'm going to pull oh, it. Gotcha. Now, <laughs> well, let me just go through those real quick, and we could get those out of the yeah. way. Um, real quick, AEW Dynamite. The ratings just came in a little bit ago uh, for the show last night in in. Uh, Canada, they did 852,000 viewers down 1% from last week and a 0.27, uh, 18 to 49 rating down 7%. Year over year, they were down 14% total viewers and down 29% in 18 to 49. So again, you're seeing the big year to year drops. Um, and that 0.27 rating was one of the lowest uh, that they've done since NXT moved to Tuesday night. So um yeah, something, something, you know, AEW is clicking with the their audience as far as the people attending the shows. They're, the crowds are hot for their shows. It's not like you're watching it and it feels dead or something, anything like that because it doesn't. But they're missing something where their their ratings are dropping year over year at the time when WWE, because it's not a wrestling is dropping. It's mm-hmm. AEW is down. I mean, 30% basically year over year is, is a lot. Well, WWE has been up almost every week year over year. So with Raw and SmackDown, so um, they need something. I mean, it's easier said than done, but um, yeah, yeah. It, I feel like what they need is consistency. I think right now, because personally, 
Uh, and you know, I see in the chat and uh, Scott Allen uh, swearing we we're in very different uh, frame of thoughts. I thought AEW was has been incredible since revolution. Like once revolution started, that pay per view started. It's been great since then. But I think they sometimes will get these hot streaks and they're great, and then it fades off and you get a bunch of these like matches that don't matter and stuff that doesn't really go anywhere and then that's when people start to fall off i think the past two weeks have been great i just think now they need to keep what they're doing yeah and you know like like last night i thought like i really enjoyed the opening segment and the closing segment right mm -hmm. um but the opening segment unless you follow up with aew online and all the news and know about you know people complaining on twitter and and you know all this stuff you're probably not going to understand most of that promo, you know, right. the, the references that they're making. And so for a newer fan, it's, it's, it's hard when it's all inside and, you know, and I, I really like the elite storyline that they're doing with hangman page. I don't know where it goes, mm -hmm. but um, you know, again, a, a newer fan we'll see, you know, I hope next week that they do something where they kind of, you know, cue that you know clue the fans in that maybe hadn't been watching over the last you know two years or what or whatnot definitely take advantage of the highlight packages and mm -hmm. i think use more time like on commentary to tell the story of what like why things matter instead of um i know there are two different frames of thought on this but instead of the call you don't maybe you don't need to call every move during a match but maybe like, explain this is what they're saying this is why this is happening etc so that if i am new i go oh okay i get it this is what's happening yeah and another point with powerhouse hobbs last night um you know he he got assistance from qt marshall marshall uh last week and it wasn't really explained what their association was instead they did that you know uh tmz spoof and it's like you know, ex explain the story between these guys, ex you know, and give, you know, Hobbs a big moment after winning the title last week. Anyway. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I, th I think to, to highlight Hobbs is the important thing there as opposed to everything else. But um, <laughs> that said, I want to be careful because I know there's a, uh, I know there's a uh, no, no, it's it's no. a it's it's a firing range out here talking no, no. about <laughs> no. yeah um but we will talk about that in a little bit we're gonna see where this goes we're not I'm not gonna let you off the hook we're gonna talk a little bit about uh QTV but we're gonna save that till the end um I do want to talk to uh, Timothy uh Birmingham says is cody supposed to win both belts or just the belt for raw raj i don't know where this is coming from i feel like they've been very consistent in implying that it's for everything at wrestlemania but there's still a group of people that seem to think that this is them splitting the titles have you heard anything or seen anything that would imply that this is only for one title it's all it's for one title uh, yeah. You know, Cody, I think, has said like she he'd like to have the title split up again. And, um, you know, they, it's a, it, it goes both ways. I think when you have one title, that one title means so much more. When you have two titles, you always have the one world champion that feels more, you know, like the bigger, the more important champion than the other world champion, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, but, you know, like if Roman were to win, I almost say you should have a second title. So Raw has one. 
But if you have Cody win and he could do both shows, I'm not saying he should be on both shows every week, but he should do a program on SmackDown. When that program's done, then moves to you know goes to Raw, and you kind of have the world champion going back and forth between two territories, basically. It's yeah, I agree. I think that's the way to do it because people always forget the like you said whenever like before Roman had both titles the other title never felt like the main title anyways. So what's the point? You might as well just have it be the U S title or the intercontinental title. If it's doesn't feel like the main title anyways, we're not stupid. We know there's one main guy, you know? Yeah. And I think they should do it for the women's titles. I think they should do it for the U S and intercontinental merge them. And uh, the champions just go back and forth between both shows. I agree. I think the, you should have one person that is the champion of WWE. Yeah. Already like, three of the titles are more or less unified, or there's one set with the tag team, women's tag teams, and the world. So might as well do the others. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. Um, we do have a few more following up. Uh, Jack Roman saying, they already said Roman is staying champ and he will defend the WWE title only at Backlash. Um who said I don't, <laughs> I don't know where you're getting your information, Jack, but you should probably probably check out Wrestling Inc. and or something. I don't know. I, I've not seen that, but I would not yeah. trust that at all. Mm -hmm. Um James Winter adds in uh with Cena not likely to be around post-Raw after Mania. How about he beats Theory and then Jay White squashes him on Raw for a big debut? Um I I'm a fan of Jay White, but I just cannot imagine Cena beating Theory only to get squashed by someone else coming in. Yeah, I mean, if you could do a competitive match, I don't think you squash Cena the next night or, or two nights later, depending on anyway, depending yeah, on yeah. Cena's matches. You know, you get my drift. But um, you know, the thing with Jay White, the that audience there's probably going to be a good chunk with the post raw audience that'll know who jay white is but other weeks there's not going to be so in my opinion i'd like to see jay white be built up a little with either mm -hmm. through vignettes or or something to introduce because the vast majority of wwe fans are not going to know who he is they don't know who bronson reed is when he came in and he's on he was on nxt forever so yeah if looking at the re reactions the crowd gives to NXT talent should mm. be a big eye opener for how they're going to react to someone from new Japan coming in and not a shot against him. Not, I'm not saying people don't know him. I'm just saying this particular audience mm -hmm. may not have seen him before. Um, yeah. And I, I think Jay white could be a, a really big star in WWE. He has it all. He can go in the ring. He's, mm -hmm. he's, He's got good size for you know WWE. He he can talk, and I think he's going to be a, a big star. Assuming that's where he goes, yeah, he'll be he'll do just fine. Uh, that said, speaking of someone who has chosen where they're going to go, Taya Valkyrie is all elite. Uh, former WWE and Impact Wrestling star debuted on AEW last night uh, on Dynamite and confronted Jade Cargill following Jade's match with uh, Nicole Matthews. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Raj, I've been saying that AEW has a problem because I don't know of anyone who could stand next to Jade Cargill and look like they have a chance at beating her. But seeing that segment last night, I felt like Volkri might be the person. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I like how they did it because, you know, when they first said, uh, you know, a, an open challenge from someone from Canada, I thought it was going to be Taya. And I'm glad they didn't just, you know, squander that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Taya should beat Jade coming right in with how long Jade's uh, streak has been, you know, built. But, uh, you know, if she gets over, why not? You know, if she, you know, remains hot, uh, she could be. So, and I'm glad that Jade didn't beat Taya her first night in. So I really like how they did that angle. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I think that someone like uh, Valkyrie is someone that's going to be a huge, I think is a good step for AEW to help bolster that division because not only is she actually a great wrestler, but she does have that name that has been around. So people who know names like hers are going to be excited about it. She's going to win over the AEW fans fairly quickly, I think. Mm -hmm. And again, she just, she looks like she could take on Jade because frankly, she's got the size. She's, she's big enough to, as opposed to a wrestler that if they came in and you'd be like, Jade looks like she could, choke slam you what are you doing here it looks like uh taya could actually fight her so uh, i guess a good good for everybody Um, Mm -hmm. and we'll we'll see how they follow up on it but so far so good someone who's not going to aew raj and they made it very clear are the garcia twins now some of you are probably asking who the heck are the garcia twins well they used to be the bella twins now they're the garcia's they're going by their real names now, but they said they are not going to AEW. They made that perfectly clear. Uh, what do you think about the the Bellas going by their real name and not going to AEW? Well, yeah, their contracts with WWE ended, and uh, you know they didn't uh, come to an agreement on renewing. So you know WWE owns that owns that name. So yeah, I think um, look. Uh, there's so many times where someone says they're not going to go to AEW or WWE. Cody said he'd never go to WWE Mm -hmm. and, uh, and here we are. So I don't think it's out of the range of possibilities that they do stuff for AEW. I don't see them becoming full-time wrestlers again. Um, You know, uh, Nikki had, has really bad neck issues. So I definitely don't see her becoming a full-time wrestler again, but I could easily see them doing some appearances here and there, especially with uh, Brian Danielson there and, and yeah, and Nikki having, you know, no attachments to WWE, really. I think it's just smart of them to, one, I think you're right. A lot of people say, I'm, ne- I'm not going there. But if the plan was for them to go there, they're not going to say, yeah, I'm going there before they sign <laughs> right. contracts. Like, <laughs> like, that's just a bad move. And even if you do sign, you want the surprise. So you're going to say, nope, not going there. It always it always seems like the more people say like that are free agents that I'd love to go to AEW or something or WWE, yeah. the less that the company wants them because it almost seems right. too desperate. Right. You, you want the ones that are like, I'll do, you know, I'll do yeah. whatever. <laughs> you you got to play a little hard to get. 
you know, yeah. you can't be too, too on, on the nose, but yeah. I also look at them going to their real name. And I think of Mercedes Monet and how she's been able to do so much outside of WWE beyond wrestling, even and acting and things like that. I wonder if, and this is just speculation, if they're seeing her success and thinking, you know what, we need to get our own name out there. So we're not tied to this company anymore. We can start doing our own stuff. Uh, not in a negative way to WWE, but just, I wonder if they're thinking, maybe we've outgrown this. Maybe we can do something different. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it's funny because, and, and it's it's going to take me a while to stop calling them the Bellows. You know? Yeah, but the uh, the Garcias they're really well known outside of wrestling. You know, um, when you talk about you know who who's out who's known outside of wrestling, you know, yeah. with them with the reality shows and everything, you'd be surprised how many people know them. Miz is another one that's actually really pretty well known outside of wrestling. So. Um, but yeah, everyone does know him as the Bella Twins, so it's going to take a, a little bit to rebrand. The yeah, they're actually we talk about the household names conversation, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, we we won't go down that road too far. But um, I'm not saying they're household names, but you're right. I think if you were to do one of those polls of do you know who these people are, I think people would be shocked at how many people know the Bellas as opposed to other wrestlers that wrestling like Seth Rollins or someone really else, you know, that. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that they're probably way more known than people because they were on, not that it's the biggest show in the world, but what was that bar battles or whatever? The, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the bar rescue or something like that. Or it was, uh, with Carson Daly and, um, Oh, they do the, uh, it was after one of the wrestling shows. It was, I think it was after raw for a while or something. You mean but, just uh, recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that they were they were on there as a guest. Bar Barmageddon, Bar yeah, Bar that's what it was. <laughs> Bar, uh, yeah, I don't know if that increased their profile that much, but you would be surprised how many people watch Total Divas and uh, and uh, and and Total Bellas later. I mean, those shows, even though the the first airing rating may not you know have been the biggest, they would air those shows all the time. I mean, they kept renewing him and renewing him, and they just did the one, you know, just recently with uh, her, you know, Nikki getting married, I think. I'm, I'm yeah. forgetting what that one was about. But, yeah, they, I mean, they did really well uh, in the on the TV front outside of, outside of, I mean, it's it was still WWE adjacent, but uh, it was more, it was a pretty different audience. And I think it pulled in a lot of women uh, into, like, Raw and SmackDown, you know, that, that first saw them on total divas and total bellas yeah and i should say when i say bar barmageddon i'm not saying they got that <laughs> made them blow up I, what i meant is that that's who they asked was the bell they didn't right. ask um charlotte flair or bianca belair or any of them they asked the bellas to be on the show which i think is a signal of that they stand out more than the people us wrestling fans may think stand out more yeah, um, and Samantha's pointing out uh, Nikki was also a part of AGT Extreme. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, I never saw that. I don't know if it was it good, I guess. Amer that's America's Maybe. Got Talent, right? Extreme? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll show them the Go Big Show. No, I don't know. Nah. Um, <laughs> uh, that gave Cody his big boost. <laughs> yes, that's, that's how you know he's a star. He was on the <laughs> um terry allen with a super chat uh are you both concerned with the new direction for otis 
Absolutely <laughs> not. This is that is such an entertaining bit. Maximum male models is one of the best comedy bits they've had in a very long time, I think. What about you, Raj? I haven't been a maximum male models fan. I do like Otis in it. It is kind of funny. It's you can't turn away from it. And <laughs> Otis kind of back in this kind of silly, goofy character. He never I mean, his stuff with Mandy Rose was just starting to build when the pandemic hit. You never really got the big payoff. And then they turned him when he first turned heel. He had like they took away all his character and now mm -hmm. he's getting it back. So I, I don't hate it. I don't I actually kind of enjoy it right now, but we'll see where it goes. I mean, I, I just feel like uh, Gable and Otis kind of ran its course. They've been together a long time and there wasn't much else they could do with it. There's also, they've taken so many losses at this point. It's hard to bring them back. Um, but yeah, yeah. But there's a, there's an alternate universe out there where the pandemic didn't happen and Otis became the world champion. I think <laughs> yeah. like, cause he that was... might've been the plan. Cause he wanted money in the bank. Yeah. He was hot for a while. Does, with that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see, but we've got a couple of questions that we got off of Twitter. I'm mm. going to run them by you here. Uh, the first one's a, Kind of a big one. I'm surprised we haven't talked more about. Uh, at Jericho130 asks uh, or wants us to talk about AEW adding a third show uh, and get our thoughts on that. Raj, I want your thoughts. But first, is this the reality show or is this another wrestling show in addition to that all access show? It sounded like it's an additional show. Um, but you know, nothing's been confirmed. AEW hasn't been denying it. Uh, so, I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing is it's, that's a big deal for AEW that their TV partner is adding more content of their content on in a TV rights renewal year. So to me, that's the most newsworthy thing out of it. Now, on the other hand, does AEW need more TV? You know, when the Battle of the Belts is now something that airs on after Rampage every few months and no one watches. Rampage mm -hmm. ratings have dropped tremendously. Um, and do you need a C show? Do you really make an effort to make it an A show? Unless it's live, I don't see them doing that. So, you know, if it beats everything that TBS or TNT have on, have on at that time, I think it's fine for them. But I, I don't see it being any kind of a game changer or anything like that well yeah it'll be interesting to see what their plan for it is because if it isn't the all access show it makes me wonder if it'll be almost like one of those wwe used to have them where they were kind of just recap shows of the week and they just sort mm -hmm. of talked about what happened or maybe this is a ring of honor show i don't know if this counts. it's not and you know it, and that's the thing that's that's the interesting thing is that they wouldn't get bring a ring of honor a show but they're willing to to bring this show on that so, says that says a lot about the Ring of Honor situation, I think. Yeah, I think the brand, I, I think a lot of hardcore wrestling fans think a lot more of the brand than people outside of wrestling do. Yeah, because if they're saying, yeah, we want more wrestling, just not that wrestling, that's a very, that's a very strong statement. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully Ring of Honor gets TV time. I'm a big fan of people getting TV time, yeah. so I want, I want opportunities. But I would I would take that as a big gut punch if I was Ring of Honor. Uh, Killer Demon six six nine saying AEW Saturday night, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love. 
Actually, no. I, I was going to say I'd like to see them do that old studio format, but it, we've seen the NWA do it. And af after a while, it's cute for a few weeks and then it kind of loses its charm. Yeah, it it it, it does start to, to hurt. The The charm is great. You're right. The first few weeks, then you're kind of, okay. If you, yeah, right. if you were to find a way to modernize it, but even then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what he has in mind. Um, but more and more and more content, the more and more content you add, I feel like the less and less everything else means. Yeah, already it feels that way with Ram it's it's tough to want to get hyped up for Rampage, you know. And he, and it's yeah. not a pre-tape thing. It's just a I've already the, there's so much wrestling on TV. Yeah. I mean the the live Rampages haven't been doing well. So um it, it, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see um and then uh uh, at Lancelot24 said that said Jack Farmer, I see a story going around that wrestlers want to leave AEW. Uh, we talked about this before the show started, but I haven't seen this story, uh, at least not anything specific. I would say in general, any company that's big has some people that don't want to be there and some people that do. Um, but I don't know of any issue you yeah, there are some and you've seen the rumblings on social media you've seen sammy guevara call out andrade before you know about it and, and there are others you can kind of tell um at times where um you know when when triple h got in power all of a sudden people that thought wwe that door was closed all of a sudden they're like oh my gosh you know maybe it's it's not um lance says it's on ringside news Okay. Well, I mean, it's been talked about for a while, ever since Triple H came back and, you know, you saw William Regal get out of his contract. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that's that's going to be the wrestling business both ways. You know, AEW gets hot again. If WWE starts getting cold and they, they start not utilizing their talent as well, it's going to go back the other way. So, you know, when AEW started, you hear about like a lot of top guys that were kind of curious to see what they could get at AEW. So, It'll, it'll go both ways. And I think that's that's best for everyone when it's like that. I mean, not yeah. not best that yeah. you want to leave the company. Right. But when you have two options and you can you can kind of go back and forth if you're not happy with one. The only thing is sometimes. Uh, and this goes for WWE and AEW is if you make a mistake and sign that contract, you're locked in for a long time. So you, you need yeah. to make sure when you sign those contracts that you know what you're doing. And I always say the grass is always greener, you know, um, and it goes both ways. If you're not happy in one place, I don't know if I would necessarily burn a bridge to get to the other, because once you're over there, if you're unhappy, where do you go? What do you right. do? You know, um, yeah. So if, if you're one of the wrestlers, I, I know when Triple H took over, as you alluded to, there was a lot of guys who left WWE who now suddenly wanted to go back to WWE, but right. it's also a little bit like, why would they take you back? You left. Well, some of them were let go. No, well, I think most of them were released. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but a lot of them were people who complained also about not getting TV time and things like that. So I would, yeah, I don't know. I would just be very careful to say, I want to leave my current job that probably pays pretty good when you don't know what's sitting on the other side for you. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll see. So we got at disconnect. Why asks 
this is a great question for you and kind of a segue to chat about, we have a show called practical money. You can check out, uh, at disconnect. Why asks, when's the best time to buy WWE stock? <laughs> uh, when they went public, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know, with, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to comment on WWE stock just because it's, you know, kind of a conflict of interest, but, um, I would say this just with the market in general right now, I, I am buying more, you know, when, when the market's down, trying to put more and more in I, I dollar cost average in general. Um, so automatically putting in each week into S and P 500 index funds. And then when there's really bad weeks, I try to add to my long-term positions for stocks. You know, yeah. I, and I feel like, Oh, your long-term stocks, when prices are down, jump in. That's, and that's not financial advice. That's what I do. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I guess the the over the big thing there is instead of trying to time the perfect time to buy something because you think it's going to shoot up, think long term yeah. would be what I would do and what what you say you do. Yeah, and check out our check out Practical Money. We talk about this in a couple of our videos. So youtubecom slash money, and we talk about investing in an index fund over time and and how how much how much it's you know what it's done for me. So check it out. Uh, we got a super chat going back to the Hall of Fame stuff. Uh, Terry Allen Jr. saying Jim Johnson Hall of Fame. Amen. Yeah. I'm all for it. hundred percent. I, I, uh, he should. I, I feel like he should be in there. I mean, the soundtrack to many of our youths when it comes to pro wrestling, uh, Jim Johnson. So, Ultimate uh, Warrior, Undertaker. They're not the same without their music. Demolition. I mean, everyone. You know, right? It was Jim Johnson tunes were just iconic. And the the, there are so many of them. Stone Cold. Yeah. Like so many of them for so many years and decades. It's just so much yeah. time. Uh, we got another one from at Matt Marks 2021. Once uh, our comment on the rumor that we are getting Stone Cold Steve Austin versus LA Knight. I don't think Stone Cold's wrestling, but I could see a segment with Stone Cold and LA Knight. I'd love to see it. I think LA Knight's just killing it. Um, he, I, he just, he, I think he's definitely got some spot on WrestleMania. He's not going to be doing these weekly things talking about there's no WrestleMania in, in LA without LA night. So yeah, him and Austin, the only thing I hope is that it leads to bigger and better things as opposed to it being like Elias, you know, when Elias did the stuff with the undertaker and seen it before mm -hmm. and it didn't elevate him. He was kind of in that same spot. And I think LA night, he's getting to that point where, He's getting the responses, he, and he's not getting heel responses. He's getting baby faces responses, and that's hard to get. So the fans are getting behind him, and that's hard to do, and you just got to run with this guy. Yeah, I think everything about LA Knight just screams megastar, to use his own terms. Uh, I mean, he gets the reaction. He's exciting. Everything he does, I'm caring about. I'm interested in what he has to say. If you said to me, just Monday, they're like, oh, it's going to be L.A. Knight versus Cody Rhodes. I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, was, I was into it. I wanted to see it. And so I think that hopefully he has a very good 2023. I don't know if it's going to get better before WrestleMania. though. Yeah. Real quick. Um, let's see. Veggie Gamer here saying I can see L.A. Knight marking out in the best way if that happens. Absolutely. Obviously, you could see traces of Stone Cold and The Rock in, in his character. So it would be huge for him. And again, I see him. I see him just going having a great year this year. Um, and one, one more, uh, Killer a Demon 
669 girls in cars that effing slaps i don't know if you remember that song but um that strike force had it there was another yeah. song on that pile driver album called uh crank it up yeah remember that yeah da, yeah da, 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 da. and like every wrestler you know the having a tryout match the rock came out to it they would all come out to that song that was the, the wrestler that no one knows <laughs> come out to that music so i think the trivia question of which entrance music got used the most that has to be it yeah, you, now that you mentioned that, probably that one. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of marking out real quick for uh, for Stone Cold, uh, I, I got to interview Kevin Owens last year before WrestleMania. It was part of a panel. There was a couple of us interviewers. Uh, and my good pal Evan Mack asked him, uh, how does it feel knowing that he may be the last person to wrestle Stone Cold? Uh, this was before WrestleMania happens. We asked him. Yeah. And, uh, and Kevin Owens is at least in my one interview with him, very unshakable, very just kind of like Kevin Owens is Kevin Owens. But when he asked him that you, there was definitely a hesitation and you could see just a little bit of like twinkle in his eye and like a little bit of like, Oh my God, I might be the last guy to wrestle Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know? And you could tell like they, that actually hit him pretty hard. Um, he gave a great Kevin Owens answer, of course, but there's that moment where you're like, Ooh, this you, you know, what's weird. The last person to wrestle, almost wrestle Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to be Jonathan Coachman. If Austin didn't pull out of that match. <laughs> no. I don't know if Coachman felt that same gravity, but. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the weirdest stat I think you could have ever found. And he was booked to win. Coach was booked to win, which is still the craziest thing. It just showed how wacky WWE got yeah. during that time. I can't imagine a better final opponent for Stone Cold than McMahon, but if he's coming back, I'm here for it. So mm -hmm. um, then we got one last one, and this is the big one, Raj. Uh -huh. You ready? <laughs> I know what it is. You right, ready? Let's go. Okay, let's let's do this thing. Uh, at M underscore Harazin, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I apologize. H-A-R-A-Z-I-N asks, I guess asking me, what are my thoughts on QT Marshall going after Wrestling Inc. podcasters on Twitter? Uh, so, I, didn't, I didn't see everything, Raj. I just know that you guys got into it. Uh, but uh, but tell so, me, what's going on? Are, are we in a feud with the factory? No, no. I'm all cool with QT now. Um, oh, thank goodness, because I can't take Nick Camarado. I'll tell you. He'll kill me. <laughs> No, uh, last Wednesday, I, you know, I posted a couple things about Dynamite, uh, almost all positive. Seriously, like mm -hmm. I liked most of the show. I said the last five minutes sucked, which it did. The crash pad looked terrible. The crowd was crapping on it. They they went silent. And uh, and um, what was the other? And Wardlow lost the title just a few days after winning it. Mm -hmm. So UT got upset about it and sent something. And then. Uh, he and then he got mad about another tweet I made about I just don't get Wardlow's booking, you know, because, mm -hmm. you know, again, it's so hard to uh, uh, get a hot baby face. They did it and he's just been cooled off greatly over last year. And then QT got upset, you know, tweeted some stuff and should have just let it go. And I did for a couple of days and I had a bad night Friday night, <laughs> had some. Just, just it, it was yeah. some stuff with my daughter's competition, and they were upset, and then that got me upset. And I'm at home alone. I'm still getting tweets about it, and I reacted in a way I shouldn't have. It was beneath me. Um, I don't, 
you know, over the years, there's been tons and tons of times where wrestlers have been unhappy about an article or something feeling they were misquoted or something like that. And yeah, I deal with them personally and, and usually it works out. This was a rare time where it's over my opinion of something on a show. Um, right. So I, it's actually the only time I can think of that that it happened but you know it, it was it's his thing and clearly this is a, a kind of a new gimmick he's doing and uh you know he went out after some other you know other reporters last night not not maliciously but as part of the gimmick and you right know, cool maybe i was the the first to kind of get it going but um you know, I still I shouldn't have uh, responded on on Friday. So I did apologize to QT. I shouldn't have done that Twitter exchange. I did not apologize over my opinions about dynamite. I still believe that, that those to be true. And um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so you are kind of the springboard for this entire QTV thing we're getting now. I don't, I think he had it planned out and used <laughs> me as the, I don't, I don't know if I was the first, but I, I I think I was the first that he kind of came after last week, but yeah, <laughs> but well, uh, we'll see. But yeah, I think you know he's doing his thing. He's that QT segment, you know. You liked yeah. it. You liked it. I will say <laughs> this: that um, I get like we get negative comments about us sometimes. I get it. It sucks. It yeah. sucks when someone's like, "Oh, that I didn't like that." I got. Uh, a negative comment because I started the revolution review talking about news instead of not talking about revolution. <laughs> you know, we do that every yeah. single time. I was yeah. told that that was the greatest pay-per-view of all time. Why am I talking about news? And I was like, yeah. well, it was a great show. Don't get me wrong, but uh, best of all time. Let's pump the brakes <laughs> a little bit here. Uh, but uh, so I totally get it sucking when you hear someone doesn't like what you do did or what you were a part of. But uh, at the same time, it kind of comes with the territory too. And you know what? I didn't say anything about QT when I said I didn't like the last five minutes of dynamite. It really, yeah. it, it wasn't, it, hit, it was just the whole thing. I thought it's the last five minutes just took away from the whole, you know, the whole show. But anyway, but in any case, I don't think he's going after wrestling Inc directly. Right. Um, yeah. it's, I think and Alfred, you know, he, he's, he, he works mostly for Forbes. He does a couple of the yeah. podcasts here, but, uh, his Al writing is mostly for Forbes. I will say, I, I, I love Alfred. Alfred does come at AEW pretty hard, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he doesn't hold back. I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he's... I'm not saying he's got an agenda. I'm just saying. He's, <laughs> he definitely... I, I can see why someone would get a little upset after a while at, at Alfred if, I, if you worked at if you worked at AEW. I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, that's, that's why I had him only, you know, I had him only do WWE podcasts. You know? <laughs> right? uh, yeah, I, I don't run the podcast anymore. Like yeah. we said, new owners for Wrestling Inc. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a part yeah. of that that section anymore. Yeah. Uh, Alfred and I are good too, by the way. I just, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I, I love his... Alfred. I love Alfred. I, I but I, I see he I see what he posts. I feel like I'd be pretty upset if I worked at AEW with him. But it's funny if I have someone who posts anti anti WWE stuff. I there I you know because there used to be some podcasters that you know in the past we had Matt Morgan for years mm -hmm. who would openly say he he prefers AEW. He wants AEW to to beat WWE. He's you know he was all in for AEW and we never got any. You know, you'd never see backlash to Matt for that, but yeah. 
Well, Matt, Matt's huge. Yeah, so, of course, no. that's part of the reason. <laughs> no, no, <excuse> me. <laughs> like, oh, cool, Matt. I agree. <laughs> yeah, not to his face, but on no. Twitter. Yeah, that's true. a lot of Twitter warriors on there. <laughs> that's that's very true, too. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, on our end, by the way, QT tweeting us. All all publicity is good publicity, right? <laughs> no. No. It's all love. I, I did, you know, no. I've never had an exchange with a wrestler like that before because <laughs> I have all the respect in the world for what they do. And, yeah. uh, and QT does wear a lot of hats. He trains, he works behind the scenes, and he wrestles. So I have a ton of respect for that. So yeah, I, I didn't, I, I regret the, uh, the exchange on uh, the one night, but I don't regret my giving my opinions on a show on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, I think we need to have a co can they coexist tag team match and then we'll wrap it all up. <laughs> um, I think that does it for us. Uh, we did get one question, I guess, what because it's an easy one that we'll wrap it up with. But Timothy Birmingham asks, How come the Usos don't have a match for WrestleMania, or do you see it happening with KO and Sami Zayn taking them on? Uh, Raj, I think that's exactly what's going to happen, but that's yeah, maybe. that's I, I think they should start getting on it, you know, because. I don't know. I, I, I understand that you want some matches announced the week of because you want you're doing that build and then you want it to crescendo or whatever, you know, the week right. of. But I feel like your biggest matches, like one that could potentially be the the main event for one of the nights, uh, I feel like you got to have that announced a few weeks ahead of time. So, you know, Friday, Monday, I think they need yeah. to you need to get that soon because, you know, Ray and Dominic doesn't seem like it's happening yet. And so you need you need a couple of those big matches up there. Yeah, they yeah we got two two episode uh, three SmackDowns two Raws left. Is that right? Something Is that, like that right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they got to they got to get on that. They got to get that one booked. But I keep saying stuff like that. But everything they do with that story, I'm like, oh, this is great. I like it. I'm not going <laughs> to. So I keep saying they need to do this and then they do whatever they do. And I go, Oh no, that was good. Like, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I kind of stay out of the way. I tried not to criticize much lately with them creatively because, because of what you said, because ultimately yeah. then later you're like, Oh yeah, that was good. That was good. You know, yeah. when brought Brock and Omos, when someone brought that up and I was like, what? And then when you see it, it's kind of like, Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be fun. It, it, it could be a mess. I'm sure they'll rehearse it out. But, uh, you know, you saw the reaction on that uh, on Raw and they, yeah. they did kind of, you know, botch the uh, they, they could, I mean, they completely botched the, the Omos throwing yeah. Brock out of the ring. But, uh, man, the fans were hot for it. It's got tons of YouTube videos, more than anything else on WWE this week. So um, not everything is for the hardcore wrestling fan. Yeah, I, well, I don't think that him going over the top rope was as big of a deal as some people made it out to be. It was a mess up. I don't, I don't think it ruins everything, but I think it's one of those things people are looking for <laughs> reasons to crap on it. Yeah. Cause that <laughs> happens more often than we care to admit that same kind of scenario. But I will yeah. say my, my buddy who's a big MMA fan, but doesn't watch wrestling sent me the image of them. And he said, who is this giant? Is yeah. what and so unprovoked, he, you know, I know someone found out about the thing and you see that image of them, you know, chest to face. And you're like, yeah, Brock's a big fella and he looks like a child next to this guy. This is insane. But yeah, unless yeah. there's an Austin segment or the rock appears, 
I think if Brock F5s Omas, I think that's going to be the most viewed social media clip uh, that, of that weekend. Yeah, I agree. And I think, or unless Logan Paul amazes us again with some highlight <laughs> reel moment, um, yeah. which could happen. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but I think that does it for us. Before we go, I definitely got to give a shout out to everyone in the chat. Killer of Demons, Goodfella, Monge coming through, Veggie Gamer, uh, Jane Young, Arthur, thanks for throwing up the deuces, uh, Baby Ice, uh, we got Night One, Jeffrey Sullivan, Jeffrey Sullivan, Lance Davis Jr., the experienced noob, uh, you know it coming through, good to see you again, you know it, uh, Tornado Anthony Y, Brad, uh, everyone else, Samantha, lots of folks today. The yeah. the coming through a lot, so a lot of names I don't see all the time, so that's always really cool to see as well. So, uh, again, as we chatted about at the very beginning, this is a new show, so it's actually super important to get those likes, comments, shares, and subscribes. Uh, so if you're already subscribed to the channel, cool, but hit the like button and leave a comment, even if you're already in the chat. We've been chatting, and even if you're someone like Arthur who we've already shouted out, just put a little comment in there and say, Love the stream or a comment or thought SEO stuff. Bosses love it. You know, you know how that is, Raj. Forcing us to get these likes and comments. But before we sign off, Raj, where can the world find you online and all that good stuff? And at the Raj Gary on Twitter, uh, you know, follow me and Jack uh, at, at Practical Money, youtube.com slash at Practical Money. One of these days, we'll do another one. Uh, we yeah. won't have a show next week. Uh, I will be in Disney World. So, uh, but we'll be back the week after that. Disney World out in Florida. That's pretty close to Jacksonville, which means yeah, you could right. be fighting with. <laughs> I don't think they're actually close to each other. No, but... no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, definitely check out the videos we have up on Practical Money. Uh, you can also find me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Uh, I'm going to be doing commentary for Santino Bros California Love, which is going to be opening GCW's The Collective slate of events on WrestleMania weekend. Check that out the morning of March 30th uh, and see me on commentary. Well, hear me on commentary. They're probably not going to show me that often, but you'll hear this voice talking about wrestling. So that'll be fun. If you're not in the area, you can check it out on fight TV. That does it for us. We're done. So wherever you are next week or this week or wherever you heard this, good night, good morning, good evening, whatever. Have a good one.